What's up, guys, and welcome back to Double Table Podcast. We're here. Very, uh, very special guest today. I feel like every week we say it's a special guest, but it's like because they're all like special. It's just, yeah, it's yeah. Bullshit. Honestly, we grew up with them, so yeah. It's, it's, it's part two, it's part two. Yeah, exactly. I think is it our first repeat guest? No, season was our. Oh, actually, no. This this is coming out, so it's yeah, it's Igor. For sure. Definitely. The first repeated guest. Yeah, so. yeah, Let's go. Double. So everybody give a, hand, a round of applause for Ego right now. Studio audience. <laughs> so Ego, what's up, bro? What, what, what have you been up to since our last time that we that we started, that we did our, our episode? Bro, you know, working on music and just brainstorming. Um, and I got the album coming out, so. Yes, you know, I want to talk about with us. Yeah. So for those that don't know, right? Um, uh, the album that you got coming out, what's the, the name of it? The name of it is Miami 2019. And what what was like the, like what what made you like pick that name for it? It's just the vibe of it, or um, yeah, I think definitely the 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 theme of it, like it's very Miami 2019. So it's, it's it has nothing to do with COVID, mm-hmm. but it's just because COVID hit us on 2020, really, you know. It has more to do with, uh, you know, the, my first year back in Miami and how I experienced Miami from a different lens than when I used to, like, live in it. Right. And, um, yeah, bro, it's been, like, a year and a half probably since I started, like, putting it together. And it's crazy because in my head, I was going to drop it in March, bro. Oh, <laughs> yeah? We're in August. Hey, what, 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 <laughs> hey, what made you, like, start it out? Like, you think it wasn't ready by then? or? You um... So at first I didn't have clarity okay. on, you know, on what was it gonna be, how many songs, all of that, and like what I do is I always have like st- like songs stacked up, okay, and then we kind of like try and put them together. But basically, it has to do with the yeah the nucleus being done and then all the content around it. That whenever I finish something or whenever I kept on writing down like ideas for it, I realize oh like. This shit is far from ready. Right. <laughs> so you would scratch a song and uh song uh, like songs, there's songs that were gonna be in it that mm-hmm. are not in it. Songs that just like I created like during the process. Right. And every time I thought that, oh, that was it, that was it, I'm not gonna add anything else, I still added it. Like the album started by like eight songs and it's at fourteen now. It's okay. fourteen with an interlude. Nice. Do you think there's like a and like a bonus a- track? Do you think there's like a specific number that you try to go for, like when you make a an album or a project? Uh, track, track. Amount yeah, like, wise? yeah. Like, do you think that they're? Do you think it's like dependent on the project, or is like? I think it definitely depends on the project, but to me, a perfect uh, amount is like eight. Right. Yeah. yeah like shorter. Yeah. yeah. I don't. I don't like them. Long I, long yeah, long. me neither. I love those short albums, bro. You can like actually dive into the actual music. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think like those artists do that though, like really more for the the streaming numbers. The streaming numbers, yeah. Right. I've heard that a lot. Yeah. And the featurings too. Yeah. yeah, a bunch yeah, of featuring exactly. stuff. Yeah. yeah. So uh, this one, I'm going about it differently in that aspect because it's you know a little bit more than than eight. It's almost. Right. I think it's double. Almost double, yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it works. It works in the aspect that say you release that. And now I have like content that's gonna back up all of that. Right, so right, I'm not right. just dropping like 16 songs and then you dive into that. Now, nah, like, I'm gonna give you the time and eventually, with content, yeah. highlight every single one of them. And that's a whole process. So I'm like, I'm seeing what's how, how it's gonna turn out after that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, and sense. of course, you, you know, you gotta. You don't ha- I don't have full clarity of how it's gonna turn out. I can only see on like until the due date, until the release date. Because then after that, yeah, I have like the first plan, which is I guess dropping a video maybe the same day or two days later. But then I count with the feedback and, and the information that I get to decide when to drop the next one and whatnot. Because if, if it's popping for two weeks, I'm not about to throw another video. Yeah, you know, right, right. So when do you have it uh, planned officially this upcoming uh, this month August or September September second okay so yeah that, that should be around the same time that we're dropping this yeah we're dropping this first week of September September second oh, okay. bro Virgo season I don't I don't know exactly when it starts let's go I know it starts in August I like thirty yeah, I, I think thirty I think thirty or twenty nine I think 
Because I'm, yeah, a, I'm a, uh, my birthday's on 30th, and I'm a Virgo. Damn. Hey. You just hey. made it. By the brink. Nah, I, um, you know, bro, as, so as I was saying, like, the track list changed a lot, but the date has also changed a whole lot, bro. A lot, lot, lot. But that's good, though. Like, at least you, this one, you take your time and... Yeah. yeah. You, I just, you just get desperate, bro, because when you got something that you made a long, long, long time ago, yeah. you're like, bro, I can't wait for this to come out already. Like, I have yeah. other songs, you know? But, um... And I'm pretty sure, like, a bunch of uh, fans and everybody's like, yo, when are you gonna release music and stuff? And... Um, yeah... Yes and no, cause um, I mean for now I'm, I'm I feel like I'm not gonna drop anything else till then, mm-hmm. cause now I know when I'm gonna drop. But before when it when I was kind of like just seeing what's up, I was dropping like singles and collabs right. and stuff like that. So yeah, I feel like um, I don't give it like super full energy just because like they're kind of like I call it the appetizer. Right. Yeah. You guys sent us some snippets, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Check them out. Yeah. <laughs> How many songs didn't make the cut? Like, how many songs did you have that, like, you like you wanted to include the album, but you just felt like... Um, I took about three songs off, but that's because... That's because uh, either my friends... For example, I have, a, I have this guy named Julio. Mm-hmm. I am Caesar, And... Shout out to Julio. That's my best friend. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You guys gotta know him. Tall ass dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but... Um, we have a lot of songs together, bro. A lot yeah. of songs together. And at first, we were going to do one called Hitana, which is like, it's like a reggaeton, but it, it has like a Spanish guitar twist to it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And <coughs> we loved that song, but he just wasn't satisfied. W- like, he, like in, his, in his opinion, it didn't match the album uh, aesthetic or, right. uh, or sound. And so he switched it for another one. I say, I'm a mariachi. Yeah. And so Hitana, like, I remember we worked it out until we had a final version. And then we were like, nah. Scratch. Yeah, <laughs> scratch. And uh, and there was another one called Alilo, which was uh, a very rap song. Like, very, like, like rap heavy. Yeah, but more like, more like boom bap. Uh, uh, like, it's, it's more like a basic rap song. Mm, but I took that off the project because... Another thing was proposed to me, which was releasing it through a NFT platform, mm. and that didn't happen. That didn't end up happening. But and Hu- Julio, whatever. Julio, like raps or he's like producer in the back. Julio is rapping. Ra- okay. Yeah, yeah, he's I'm rapping. Sure. He's rapping. He should be rapping more. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bro, he raps on the low. Oh, Bro, okay. Th- yeah, there was a song that you guys did on your last project together. That was like, it, it was fire as fuck. I forgot what what name the name of it. It's called LA. Yes. Yeah, a lot of people like that song. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he's he's definitely yeah, good, bro. Yeah, like, like th- that, that was a really good. Uh, he doesn't want to rap, or he just like he just doesn't want like. He wants to be behind the scene. Kinda. Okay, okay. He's like a little right. baby. <laughs> yeah, right. and it's <laughs> it's fire, dog, because um the way he's the way I see it uh-huh. is he's kind of like. Not trying to be in the light, but he's trying to use whatever, like, his knowledge and energy or whatever yeah, towards me. Okay. That's yeah. good. Yeah. That's the type of right people you keep around you, bro. Yeah, no, you definitely. Know? And especially you have this good chemistry between you guys, so yeah. Yeah. keep going, bro. And that's what I was going to say, like, um, the reason why the date keep, like, kept on being pushed back and all that is because me being desperate, I was like, yo, I want it out, okay. <laughs> and then I have people that are like, bro, don't rush it. Like, there's not a, yeah. you don't have to rush it, you don't put it out it doesn't matter bro let me ask you because for example we listened to to a, to a bit of the tape right and so you start off first with like a a common electro like it's like a little like a like the the first song yeah. right off the bat well what, what made you decide to go that route so i don't even know how to describe that genre no it's like it's like i, I know what you mean it's like a like a dance idiom yeah it's like a dance yeah. like and a lot of people's doing that now. Mora, Mora. Yeah, everybody's yeah, doing bro. it right now. Like I, I heard, I heard someone yesterday, but yeah, like basically, a lot of people's doing it right now. But that it's just a beat that the producer Rico mm-hmm. played for me, and and I liked it. I really liked it, and it was that like he he sends me kind of like a a small structure of what it could be. 
But what I did with that song is that I I left it just how he sent it to me. Like the first draft, I lo- I love like how it was. It's pretty right. short. Yeah, like yeah. an intro. Um, but yeah, you know my most successful song is um, Yolo Set from from the other album. Yeah. So I feel like a lot of people ask me for that sound because it's, it's it feels like I I did that song and then all I did was rap and do like boom bap and different stuff. <laughs> And yeah, was, like people like that, but then I feel like the more mainstream people, they kind of expect, uh, you know, dance music. Yeah. So yeah, I gave it to them. I also <laughs> think that like when you, it's like when you rap on like a dance beat, like it just sounds like good, like off the off the rip. Yeah. Like it's just I don't know, it's something about like that mix of like the dance beat with like just rapping on it. It's just I don't know. Yeah. I guess it's like a, like a good hype. Yeah, you know what I mean, because that's like sure. that's kind of what I feel like when I listen to like Mora and shit like that, and when they have like that um like the beat that you put that you and C's put me onto. Oh, like that, yeah, like you know, like that um that sound, like the the EDM sound, mm-hmm. but mixed with the rap. I don't know. Lately, I've been liking it a lot just because I don't. It's just like such a different. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, 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 it's like an energy that yeah, the, 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 yeah, the song yeah, gives yeah. you. Yeah, for sure, for sure. That song, bro, is super interesting because me not not trying to like uh, spoil it. I have performed it. But I get I have people clap. I okay. have people oh, okay. give me the tempo and the claps, and it's super short. So I tell them like, "Yo, keep it up," cause and then cause you guys are like collaborating with me in this song oh, yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. yeah. And at first I started with like, pra pra pra. But I feel like that's too monotonous. Mm-hmm. And then maybe if it's gonna be monotonous, then I don't want people to get bored at some okay. point, even though the song is short. So now I have him go like this. Like, yeah, no channel, but I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, that's like, yeah. Ooh, 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 yeah, yeah. And that, interesting. I like that song. Damn, that's that's pretty smart though. Like you get the the fans, the, like, yeah, like the, the audience, audience, yeah, interacting with you. It's a good one. It's a good yeah. one. I like it. I feel like um, if I were to like implement instruments, I would like to. I would, I would have to get like a uh, a drum player. Uh. That's on point, bro. Cause that, yeah. that shit is like, yeah. That's not easy. Bro, how would you describe like your sound as an artist? Cause I would say or not, not even your sound, but your your strength as an artist. Cause for example, Misa as someone who's who's listened to your your last project and then and now this one, bro, I feel like you're one of the best like like lyricists like that that I've heard, bro. For it's sure. like how how you just like what you talk about and like your your cadence and all that stuff, I feel like it's like, bro, it's top tier. What do you think is your is your strength as a my strength? Yeah, no, <clears throat> definitely my strength is I, I think I'm a writer. Like when right. people t- when people ask me like, what do you do or whatever, I was like, yo, I'm a writer, and then I turn I turn them into music. But I'm definitely a writer. Like I'm going to school for mass communica- mass communications yeah. journalism, and it's that is um, writing is 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 the base of everything right. that that I pretty much do, and then I you know I try to adapt it. A lot of times, it's about informing. So you don't want to be, you don't want to overthink the writing either. You know. Yeah, keep it simple. Uh, I heard a term from from JC that's uh, dumbing down, but in reality, it's not really dumbing down. It's making it easy to digest. Right. You know. Right. And therefore relate. Yeah. To the audience, yeah. A lot of times, you lose people trying to show skill. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Hey, for example. Uh, I'll give you an example of this because, for example, I'm a writer. Like, I, I do uh, copywriting. It's like, it's writing for advertising, right? Yeah, that's So, why. yeah, so pretty much, yeah, I got a mass coming in and journalism degree also. And it's like, they always say the same thing. It's like, when you try to sound like you're like super like fancy or eloquent or whatever, you lose a lot of people because it's like you're, you're not talking how people, like, you're not writing how people talk. Mm. Yeah. And that's like the main thing is like, you got to write how people talk because if not, you're going to lose them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, bro. Just basically keep that attention. Yeah. I mean, and it's, it's like, like you gotta talk to people like you normally talk. Exactly. If you're like super like butt kissing about it, it's <laughs> losing. Yeah. <laughs> For real. Yeah. Bro, another another track I wanted to talk to you about was I th- I, I believe it's out as a single, but like Laue, because that was that's that's one of the songs that I feel like most shows like that skill, with like the the influences of like the Latin like uh like beats. For sure. Like Laue. I, I really like La Glaue, and I put it out a long time, probably like about a year ago, bro. Yeah. About a year ago. But there's that thing. Um, I'm going to get back to La Glaue. Yeah, yeah. But in the the single releases, 
coming out first, they work because on paper, um, all the streams that you got for that song are automatically gonna appear. There's a code on the on the distributor or whatever that you, that you can adapt, and they automatically are gonna appear in the album. So the album is gonna debut with whatever uh, streams like Lave has or before. all the other songs that came out before. Right. It was only like three songs came out before. But Th that's what like all these major artists do is that they release the songs first as a single to yep. get yeah, those yeah. streams, and then you get those streams. And so, for example, on Bad Bunny's, I forgot the name of the album. I guess it could be Booker, Booker T. Yeah, that yeah. album he dropped Daggy and then Daggity the album became dropped. the big the biggest right. song. Yeah, yeah. And yeah then when the album, the album dropped. dropped, it was already you know. So pretty much dropped. Everyone does that. Yeah. you know what I mean. Like, yeah. dropped yeah, the, 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 the hit, it, like the biggest hit first. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Or like, you feel like they like they dropped a single and then they see it does so well, they just add it to the album so people will go listen to it. That's to also smart. Yeah. Um. So my friends told me that a lot. That if it like dropping single uh, singles are like uh, canas, yeah. I would call that mm -hmm. yeah. like bait, like bait. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. like bait. And then if people is biting in and you're getting them hooked up, then that's what you need to focus on. Right. Um. Like pursue that that same yeah. type for of. For sure. For sure. And I'm doing something like that for my album. You could, I mean, oh, let me just ask you a quick question. Um, what do you think is the new wave like right now for like Spanish? It's like the the electronic, the EDM, the dance music. There's definitely a fusion uh, happening. Um, you think it's a new wave, like different trend now, trending like towards like like how Bad Bunny does it, like La Barong, and he. Definitely. I mean, not everybody can do it. Not everybody like super likes it, but right. is just super super atomic. versatile. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's, he just does he doing some different shit. But um, honestly, what I have noticed is uh growth in in different areas of the urban um of the urban genre, right? Because for a second there, at least for Latinos, it was only really like Puerto Ricans. Uh, you know, being being big. Yeah, only reggaeton. Yeah, yeah, and that's and the thing about Puerto Ricans is that they're actually part of the United States, so they have they have that advantage right. over the rest of Latin America. You know what I'm saying? And you know, with everything change and expansion and the internet and all of that, I right. feel like um, it has gotten to different areas of the world where now Puerto Ricans gotta like go on top in. You feel me? Because there's, bro, there's a, a bunch of, like, trappers, rappers in Argentina, for example. Yes. And uh, they have a mad movement going on. Bro, it's But crazy. they don't even need to get out of Argentina because no. Argentina is so huge. Yeah. So what's smart for you to do as an artist, go over there and, and try to Recorded connect them. over there. You yeah. feel me? Because that's a market. It's a whole market right there. I feel like, like yeah, like, ar artists are getting on that now because, like, like you said, like, what you're talking about in Argentina right now, you have, like, Casu... You have um, what's it um? Quevedo, the new one. Quevedo is from Spain. Is yeah. Spain? Well, Bizarrap, yeah. oh, is one of the people that have, that have like made that like. Well, he's Argentinian, but he's mm -hmm. put on Argentinian like rappers. Put on everybody. Oh, yeah. Argentinian. Uh, Nati Peluso's first first song that I heard was a Bizarrap session. Same with um, um. Did he blow up doing those videos? Yeah. Yeah. So he would just do he would do Local collaborations rap. with like people and uh -huh. then drop them as collaborations. On YouTube, that's so smart, bro. Like, no, he killed it. Yeah. He, he's got it's a whole wave. Everybody's doing that. Yeah. All, all producers should really do that, in yeah. my opinion. Like, just get like whoever you can grab from your yeah. community. Shout out Rap Mask. He's the only producer that I know that's doing that right now. What, what's uh, his he's name? In Miami. Red Mask. Red yeah. Mask. He's a, he's from Hialeah. Oh, oh okay. Nice. And uh, bro, this guy Bless produces you. rappers. Thank he you. raps, but he's super good and he does sessions. Oh, okay. Uh, he's got Rema sessions, and he's Spanish. Um, he's Cuban. He's Cuban. Cuban? Oh, yeah, okay, sure. But oh, yo, like this guy's, he's got all types of beats. Everything. He's a really good producer. Um, but yeah, I feel like that's a great strategy, mm. you know. And of course, you want to make money and shit like that. But I think that I feel like the exchange of exposure and and the collaboration in platforms, it, it's it represents money later on. But back to La Clave, mm -hmm. um, esa canción, it's, it's, super in, it's super interesting because a random person that I do not know sent it to me. 
Yeah. Like the, beat? the song or the, the beat? The beat. I, like, if you put that person in front of me, you don't his know name is Nigel. Oh, okay. But if you put him in front of me... Like, you couldn't tell? I, I don't know. i never seen a picture, never seen him, anything. It was through a friend. My friend, like, showed him my music, and he was like, oh, he's Cuban, and he was making some, I guess, Cuba-inspired music. He sent me two tracks. Send me the track for La Glave and the track for Cogela, which is the yeah. last the last song of the album. And it was just crazy because like when I tried to like ask him for stems and stuff to maybe change the structure if I wanted to or not, he didn't have them. So I had to go with the More with exactly what yeah. he had, you know? And I loved it because yeah. he literally switches it from the trumpets or whatever mm. to the air instruments to uh, to that yeah flow, flow, flow. that's crazy bro when i do that live i love it so <laughs> you can't hit him back, you can't hit him back up like if you release like like you know, nah, night <laughs> damn nah yeah ghost i have like um the last time i hit him up i i was asking for his you know full name email and all of that yeah. so i can give him credit okay yeah that's dope that's I, I feel like that's pretty cool. Like, that's why we were talking about it on the guy episode. How like there's so much more accessibility now that now you can just have like anyone send you like a random beat and then like it doesn't have to be a well certified producer or nothing like that. You know what sure. I mean? It could just be someone in in their crib. Just a know, making it, yeah, and yeah. in the room and shit. Yeah, like bro, that. everything. That that with everything. It could be just any somebody from the crib. There's a lot of people doing crazy shit, bro. On TikToks, like, bro. Yeah, I I know yeah. a bunch of people like you see on the comments. And you see, like, big-time artists, yo, send me that. Oh, I like Man, that. We, yeah, Alain says it all the time, though. How Fairchild found... Um, Alejo. Yeah. So, Alejo was making a... He was just... He 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 did a video just in the process of making Pantecito mm -hmm. with his boys, and they were just going crazy. You know Pantecito. how, like... Pantecito? Yeah. <laughs> so, so, you know, like... So, it, it was just them in the studio just going crazy, listening to it, whatever. And then, uh, Fade, Fercho, he was like... He's like, yo, they look like they're having a lot of fun. Like, I just want to work with you guys. And just that boy fade, bro. Like it's if like Bad Bunny didn't exist, bro, that he's would be huge, the best bro. one right now. Yo, For real? yeah, yo, I, I, I honestly, mm -hmm. I gotta tap in. I, I was telling them, I was like, yo, like, it's, it's crazy because people are coming out of like, it's like how you said, like, you don't have to make it out of your country now to be big. Yeah. True. Now he did because he collaborated with people, but it's like he blew up in his like he he was able to blow up in his place before. Yeah. yeah. So where he you know he can still make money in his own country without having to need like right. the universal like yeah control. like i mean i think it's because spanish music too is on the rise bro like we're getting so many new artists from I love just it, bro. yeah i and then but the reason why i feel like we haven't hit the potential yet is because like i mean you kind of see a little bit with bad bunny because now you start to see like english people like actually kind of like with them. they don't they don't know what he's saying but like they yeah. like what like the rhythm and like the sound and stuff like that yeah. so i feel like in my opinion, that's why, like, we haven't hit the potential yet because, like, the minute we start getting, like, more artists doing that, like, Maluma's kind of on the same tip. Like, I see a lot of, like, English people, like, liking his appeal and stuff like that. I mean, I know he's not really reggaeton, but he's more... He's more commercial. Yeah, exactly. He's pop. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, pop. But, I mean, Spanish music in general, like, I mean, whatever it is, I'm going to support, like, not just reggaeton because I love reggaeton, but, um... Trap. Yeah, in fact. Like, but Salsa. I feel like... Even the more alternative, because now there's there's more like alternative like uh, like there's there's like Spanish rock. There's like it, yeah, it, it's, becoming, it's becoming more popular. Exactly. Bizzard yeah. raps. I don't think Bizzard raps is like he did, bro. He, he makes beats on whatever to be because he did like the super heavy trap with right. uh, Eladio and uh, and Anuel. Yeah. And then he went with like the with the electronic for Quevedo for Viano like mm -hmm. bro. So it's like the mix up on the on the Viano like she's rapping hard, but like if you hear like the beat, it's more like. Oh, he he says it. He, he, she goes, Patema, eh, visa, tirame la pista. Like, yeah, bro, if this guy going crazy, the producer is really important. Like, yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. That's like, crazy. They they played this song yesterday at, at the concert. Of course. Oh, yeah. <laughs> of course. No, bro, Biano's, I think, is one of the hardest rappers to, to like, yo. Holy shit. You listen to the verses, it's like, yo, like, this is hard as fuck. Yeah. Like, it's a new, it's a new, um, it is a new wave, like you said. Yeah, it is a new wave, completely. It's like, you know, openness. All this shit is so modern, I, bro. It's but so I, th modern. I, think, I think at one point, uh, Spanish music in general will overpower English music. Just, I might. I see, I, I see it taking it's over. It's the English barrier. So like, it's like such a, like, it's a, such a big it's thing. Hard, but, but bro, it's but hard, but. But if you get, if you can get people to move, bro. Yes. That's the only that's thing. That's what I'm saying. That's why Bad Bunny is such a, like a unicorn in it because he's getting like people to move like with his music. You know what I mean? I don't know. That's just mine. 
but there's there's like a, a good wave coming up right now. Like, yeah. And it's like we said, Biano, Young Miko. She, Yo, she, Young Miko, yeah, too. she's hard. I, I just bro. got put on to Young Miko last night. On my bro, way to, she's to this so, show. Yeah. My boy was like, bro, you, get, you, you got Yo, Young Miko's hard as yes. fuck. Well. Trap, trap Kitty. Uh, right now, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right now that she has like more like a, like like a experimental sounds mm-hmm. like, and, but she raps on it too. Like it's, yeah, it's super bro. good, bro. Nah, like, it's crazy. Heavy. Like uh, she's got she's got flows. It's a, it, it's good to like see like different sounds in the like in the Latino space are getting like more love now. It's not just like. If you make reggaeton, okay, but if you make everything else, it's like kind of like uh yeah, man. I mean, there's there's room to be to be unique and to be influenced by by all the information that you fucking right. get every day. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, so talk about all these artists. Like who who's someone that you look at for like influence? Not like trying to and it doesn't, take it, it doesn't have to be anybody huge. It can exactly, just be like yo, like, somebody that you, when you listen to them, you're like yo, I like their sound. Yeah, like, it, it can be small too. You know, I go by stages, bro. Um, honestly. And then with like with doing my music, I'm being like, just thinking a lot about about it pretty much every day. Uh, I put myself in a bubble, and I, I sometimes I don't listen to anybody. Sometimes I go days where I don't listen to to other people. Nice. Uh, and then days that 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 I play my shuffle, or days that I go and 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 like ask people, yo, send me some shit, like like you think would be nice. Um. As of right now, like, I really like the last Joey Badass album. I don't know if okay. you guys have heard it, but it's super, it's super vibey. I feel like Joey Badass is is uh, a good example of a independent artist, rapper, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's yeah he's he's independent, right? Has he always been independent, or was he? Oh, I have no idea. Oh. I don't even know if he's independent. I think he is though. I I feel like he's one of those yeah. big artists that's always been. Yeah. Right. It's really good. Um, there's this San Luis rapper. His name is Smino. Smino Brown. Okay. Okay. Um, he's vibey too. He's really good. Got flows on those. That's uh, that's two American ones. Let me think about Latino ones. Latino ones, but Bunny for sure, bro. Like, I don't give a fuck if he's mainstream. He's mainstream <laughs> for a reason, dog. Like, yeah. it, like all these songs are bangers. Bro, yeah. yesterday is just his produced. concerts, bro. So yeah, when, when we're recording this, is the weekend of the Miami shows. Oh, true, because yeah, yeah, I forget. Sorry, so, but it's like, for example, in I don't know if you, you probably did on yours too, but he was playing also like his old shit too. Yeah, yeah. Like he came out with Vuelve, <sighs> and like I'm like, yo, like you could tell like who was there from the new from like the, his new songs, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. because it's like a certain amount of like like the crowd was like super high, and then when he went with like. His uh, dealers, like, dealers um, is more like big, but like Buelbe and all that, you can, can kind of see people like all, all, like, all, all like the the new fans like kind of like uh, like down. they just kind of <laughs> shut up for a little bit. Yeah, bro, that happened in our section. Like yeah. we were like the only ones like really singing is like his old shit. Everybody else is just like oh, okay, uh, nice. Uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. He provides but, a lot of content. So, so that's, yeah, that's the thing. Is like, bro, his you talk about like album lengths. So, like, his albums are go for like twenty songs almost. But they're all bangers. Like that's what's crazy. And you know how. It. He probably has to cut out a bunch of them too, cause it's yeah. like they just don't fit that vibe of mm-hmm. like the album. Yeah, I mean, this, these people work different now. I feel like at at a certain level, like from the interviews that I've seen and all of that, I think that that they literally work on this shit until like the day of. You feel me? Like, but Bunny doesn't really have to promote like shit. Like, no. he can just drop tomorrow. And well, this is the only album that he promoted. Mm-hmm. Like all the other ones, he was he kind of either dropped it the same day or five days before with no promotion on it. And then I think I was listening to uh, the Chente interview actually just literally yesterday, because I, I I just go back to other interviews that I, that I feel like are are impactful, and I just like kind of listen to him again. And he was talking about how like what I forgot what song it was. I think it was the one with uh, Bukawuya, which by the way Bukawuya, I love their sound too. Like they're super like more just like it's it's like I don't know man. It, it, they just have an energy to them that's like super like vibey. Um, but he's like that song literally got finished like. The day, the day before, like he's yeah. like, Busca, what is the people you were talking about last time? And they, um, they, they sing uh, Andrea. That um, who was it? Who was another artist that wanted to drop with them? And then um, I think Bad Bunny beat them to the punch. Oh, uh, was it J- Jaco dropped a song with Buka Uya? Oh, as okay, as that's the what outro. it was. Yeah, 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 Eternamente. Yeah. And then Bad Bunny, he, when they were at the Grammys, he's like, fuck, he's like, uh, he was telling me, he's like, he's like, oh, like, uh, when are you gonna drop your your thing? 
And he's like, oh, I'm dropping it, whatever. And then I have like these artists. And then he said Bukawuya. And Bad like, fuck, like I wanted to do Bukawuya. <laughs> yeah, was, uh, and then, but yeah. That's it, crazy. Nah, Bad Bunny be having people move their dates and shit. Legit. Like, yo, if, if you're dropping like within two weeks, bro, move it. Like, move <laughs> you're not going to get yeah. any. <laughs> True, yeah. Oh, you meant like other artists dropping their projects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, if, yeah. You're, if you're dropping an album the same. Look at bro, Jack Harlow. Jack Harlow dropped the same day. And. <laughs> His numbers like tanked. Didn't, yeah, it completely. Not tanked, but like it, it compared to what it could have done. Yeah, yeah, yeah facts. Because everyone was even Drake that dropped like a month after. Yeah. People were like, "Nah, I'm still listening on to, to this shit." You know, I want to talk about that too because we were talking about like the like the EDM and like dancing beat. Like Drake's new album basically is that. Yeah. So like, do you feel like that's what the new wave is now? Like, do you think that's where it's going? I feel like it's the vibe of the summer. I feel like it's the vibe of this year. I don't think it's gonna be. It's like, not like a long lasting it, though, sound. He, he said it though. He's like, "Yo, you won't. You you don't have to catch on now, but yeah, eventually." Yeah, he yeah. said that. So I was like, "Cause that's how you know yeah. those yeah, big." Bro, like, like, Cause look, Bad Bunny and Drake, the two big dog, like Drake's big dog in English. Bad Bunny's basically the two biggest artists. Yeah, the two yeah. big maybe in the world. Yeah, maybe and exact and Bad Bunny has a couple. Cause not his whole album isn't like that, but like a, a lot of his songs and a lot more people are doing it. Do you think that's like the? The route people are gonna like, you think it's a long lasting sound or is it like the rest of these sounds that within a couple months it's you know it's something different? Nah, I think that Drake is just um big enough to to open a certain certain doors. I I thought he's like uh I think about Farrugo. Okay. When when that's a good point. Yeah. Because Farrugo Farrugo uh, for example for a second there he kind of was a main figure. That was not underground, that supported trap like super hard. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And and he did like a full album, and he got like I guess certain ad, like looks and all of that. It was too early, right? You know, and and yeah, it's just I I feel something that visionary people do, especially when they have when they have nothing to lose. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like Drake is just. You're too big to fail. Bruh, it's how many years, how many songs? Like, yeah. right now, is, that album is just pretty alternative. I really like it. Uh, the song that sticks to my head, and just because of, like, social media, is uh, Calling My Name. Yeah. It's calling oh, my, my God, bro. <laughs> but it's like, bro, like, the it thing is, also, it's like, it matters where you listen to it. Because it's like, you're not, like, if you're in a, how, how I describe it, right? For example, with, with Bad Bunny's album, it's made for, like, Un dia de playa, bro. Like yeah. it's made for like, and it's out. The album is structured to go like along un dia de playa. Mm. It starts off hype, like when you get to the beach, you're you're excited, whatever. Yeah. And then like as the day goes on, like you get more chill. Yeah. And the album it follows that it like. Does that, it does that. Yeah. And it's the same with the, the the Drake thing. It's like it has songs where it's just like you're just vibing, like you're just Hello. like chilling, and it's like it's it's meant for the summer. The summer vibe. I honestly listen to every single track. Once and once only. Yeah, but I want to go back, except for that calling my name one because yeah. uh, like people were just playing it and then that shit just got stuck in my. Dude, for, <laughs> for for me the one that that, that got like uh, that I started listening to more because I'm the same way. Like the first time I listened to an album, I dedicate time to listen to the whole thing, one like uh, off like you know song by song one time, and then I'll kind of like like if a song says something or like something that catches my my attention, I'll like I'll I'll, I'll, I'll keep a note it. of it or I'll save it. Yeah. And then, you know, whatever, I'll, I'll listen to those again. But then I go back to the ones that, and see if, like, a, a second time, like, it gets, if it gets me. A song, a song that did it to me was uh, was Sticky. Because, hmm. like, the, the beat on, on Sticky is, like, the, I don't know, it's, like. With Drake's album? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, like, I don't know. Like, and his his flow on it, I, I, I really like it. And I, the first time I, I listened to it, it was it, it didn't really do anything for me. But it's like you you need that's the thing with albums I feel like is you gotta listen to them like multiple times multiple yeah times to really same that's how I felt about Bad Bunny at first it was it was dope and I was like yo this is a good album but it took me you know a couple of listens to be like oh I fuck I actually really fuck with this song this song this song you know what I mean like it take me a bit too yeah, yeah. you I guess you just get used to the that's song. with everybody bro because it's like I haven't even listened to a Drake album I haven't really wanted to to be honest like <laughs> I listen to it but it's like like I said it depends where yeah like it, it it's really been one song only what's the one with twenty one. What's the that's the big that's the biggest yeah, song on the, the album, right? Um, the literally last one. The last one is the and it's different. It's different from the rest. Oh yeah? Yeah. <laughs> that's like his his go to. That's like Drake and go to like twenty one. Yeah. It's super fire. Yeah, no, Drake and Drake and twenty one is like is like Jacob and Bad Bunny. Like they don't miss. Like it's like 
Every time they get on a song together, it's like, stop it, bro. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> what do we call the feature king, bro? Because yeah. all his best songs are he's just featured on them. Since our baby was good, true, but like it went platinum. <laughs> what did what did uh Sensual Bebe from J. Cortez? That was good. J. Cole, bro. J. Cole, this is, this J. Cole, my yeah. <laughs> nah, but I don't know. His his features are ridiculous. Everything he's featured on, like my favorite song on the Bad Bunny album is Taro. Yeah, with um, with him and then bro, it, you know, that's one of the songs that took me the longest to, to like. get. Oh, yeah. Yeah, bro, and it's, it's my uh, my boy Julio kept on saying, like, bro, that shit is fire. That like, shit is fire. It is. And, but, uh, but how come, though? It just... I didn't like it. I thought it was weak. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, it's, it's, yeah, it's yeah. honest. It's honest, though. Yeah. But, but uh, I like Jacob Tess, um flows. Like, yeah. This guy got flows. Like, this guy can do hooks. Yeah. yeah. I really like him. Those are stage. See, I really like Jacob Tess. There was a, a stage of my life where I was only listening to this guy. Oh yeah, yeah. Like it was a, uh, it was right before, um, like I know you so he had dropped a couple, couple albums, and I was like, damn, this guy's fire. He actually started doing something else. He didn't start doing urban music like that. Yeah, he oh, was like um, R and B. He, he did like a commercial. Like yeah, he was in a group. like yeah. He was in a group. He was in a group I don't before. Know. But he like some romantic shit. Yeah, yeah big time rush type shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, for real. But I mean, wasn't that like the thing back back then? That was like that also was, like, a writer. A, also, he was a writer. Yeah. So like since like legit, like he was, and that's what happens. Uh, like he, I feel like his main thing is the fact that not only does he make his own thing, but I feel like he has a certain style for reggaeton that that himself that he like set it as a trend and then like yeah. even i feel like even he has written co-written yeah. with bad bunny so I, and I can i can see that i can i can you hear. you know when it's like yeah. a song that he like yeah. he influenced oh i can i can think of one no, of top but of i'm saying head. like like you can tell when he's on the track yeah like memorias with mora like you know he's he put it he put yeah. his like yeah. Yeah. thoughts into it you know, I, have, have you written i'm sorry have you written for any other artists like since you like to write mm -hmm. and like I have actually. I I wrote for I wrote one song for my friend, uh, in Mosca. Okay. Okay. In this collab with another friend called Dolan Nueve. Okay. And um, Mosca's verse, like, we were in the studio and he was like, "Bro, I can't come up with shit right now." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "Yo, it's cool." Like I I was writing my own verse, but I had I had I keep like you know like a bunch of uh, scraps. Right. And I just handed him a whole verse that I have from him. The reason I brought that up is because I saw an interview with Eladio. Mm -hmm. Eladio used to write before for Cocuyela and all these big time artists. And it says like when he would write the like you know the song, they wouldn't like express it how he would come like from Ooh. his from his point of yeah. view. You feel me? So yeah, that's also something like I feel like if you write for somebody else, you gotta like write it as them because there is it's not gonna come out how you like yeah. think about it. It's like it's gonna come out how they say it. Yeah, true. It's super interesting, bro. Um. Um, when it comes to when it comes to that, there's a, a tal talento. There's the talent of the writer and then the talent of the interpreter. Mm -hmm. And most likely, the interpreter w will switch it. And the reason why is because if not, then the writer will be the singer. You know right. what I'm saying? Uh, what a lot of things that I've seen though is. Um, that you write the song, but rather than show them, th rather than give them the, which is what I think is most effective, rather than give them the the reading thing or like the paper or, or whatever, you record yourself in a reference how you would do it, mm -hmm. and give that to the artist, and then the artist That's learns fine. that, because when you know when you learn a song, you can still give it your own twist, but but if you learn it how it is, then. then you know, it will come out like that. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. That's smart. Yeah, well, that's well, that's well, the best one. What's one? Of, what's what's been one of your favorite songs in this project to to write or to, like th that maybe. You you've grown the most love for in this. In, in this, this, this in this project. album, bro. In this project, I really liked uh, a song that's out already, uh, as a single. The same strategy. It's called Besos Sencillos. Mm -hmm. That song, uh, it's a feature with my friend Ale Ale Tesea, and I really enjoy the process of, of that one, cause um, it's it's like a lo-fi song, it's like a lo-fi pop song, and 
it's super simple. But then it's also like I make reference to back in the day poetry from Jose Martí. Okay. A Cuban, Cuban poet, poet and activist for Cuban freedom mm -hmm. back in the days. And um, yeah, I really liked it because I I did the song, I recorded it at the crib, and I took it to Ale, and he wrote that shit like right there, boom, and then we started recording it and. What that song is crazy because, so this happens talking about references and all that. It happens that that you fall in love with the reference, and then the biggest fear is for the uh, for the official song not to come out like the reference, you know, because you like the reference. So mm -hmm. Um, but with this one, it happened. I, I think that I like it. We perform it. We performed it live yesterday. We perform it live a whole lot because we really enjoy it, like singing it. Yeah, it's super cool. Um, very so sincere. Yeah. How many times have you performed live? I I lost count. Bro. Yeah. It's like two years. It's two years. I, I lost count of like official shows. Yeah. Okay. Um, that you know I get invited to or whatnot, but also I really try to do the footwork, so meaning that like whether I announce it or not, I'm most likely performing every week. Oh okay. Exposure, man. That's a lot of exposure. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, the footwork, bro. It's 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 pulling up, unannounced. Make sure. I mean, not make sure. If somebody knows you, I guess yeah. you know. Están ahí. Pero, um, pero I really try to perform in front of people that don't know me. Bro, you see, I know that like the day before, and you perform like <laughs> your voice. Um, don't you wake up like like some days like your voice is not there? So especially after shows. Okay. But that's because, um, you know, we rehearse and like we re like I really care. So when the show comes, even though I'm excited and I'm like, you know, it comes out good, mm. uh, it's st I, I still got tension and nerve, you know, which I I I have learned to identify as um, not nerve but excitement, mm -hmm. which is still nerve, but yeah. excitement just sounds better. <laughs> and it's really what it is, you right, know. Right. Like when you when you're like nervous, like super nervous, that just means that uncertainty and that you don't know how it's gonna play out. I feel like now I know how it's gonna play out, so I'm just excited. Right. I'm just excited that it plays out how it usually does. Nice. Nice. And um, so where I was going with that was, oh yeah, post show. I uh, I experienced like post show. I guess. Uh, anxiety or something like for example like on on the days that i perform i don't i don't i eat very lightly i try okay. to like do smoothies i try to do Makes you know sense. a lot of hydration right. but not not a heavy meal especially not before yeah because my nerves get my stomach bro it, <laughs> yeah 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 no, I, 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 I but that happened that used to happen to me with sports right oh yeah yeah, as and an so I, yeah, as an athlete. But as an athlete, you do gotta have a nice meal. You just gotta do it like uh, with time. Like yeah, with time before you just gotta day. make sure that that you're like good to go and like lean as your as mm -hmm. a body. You know what I'm saying? Uh, with performing, yeah, that's what happens. That when you when I finish, it's when I'm like, okay, I finish. Right. Boom. Bahong. Oh. Uh, Give me the smoke. Give me the food. Yeah, 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 give yeah, me yeah. the drink. <laughs> give me everything right now. Like you see me hitting like my. Fr I don't even smoke cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> give me something. <laughs> something, bro. I need to puff something right now. Um, what is that? I, I feel like post show. I, I, I feel like that. And then, of course, you know, in celebration, you go out. You or you drink. stay at the venue, yeah, yeah. whatever. And then the next day, I'm like, today is the next day. But you know. Yeah. So what's the intent behind performing in front of people that don't know you? Like for the people like basically um, watching, bro. I'm not. The intent is that I'm not famous. I'm just trying to get known. You're just trying to get out. Yeah, there. get known. It, it, uh, Instagram is not enough. And yeah, and yeah. Do you like? Do you have? Do you go, do you post on TikTok too? I try. Right. TikTok yeah. is a different monster. Facts, it is, yeah. bro. But but I really try. Uh, I have the app. I have the app for sure, and I try to somehow provide a, a different content. Mm -hmm. So I'm really experimenting. I don't know where I want to go with TikTok yet, but it's there. It's there, and it's gonna be used. Well, I give yeah. you a lot of props, bro. You you put you put your work out there. Like you're yeah. consistent. Like so. it's like a it's it's a hustle, bro. Like yeah. anybody who's gonna be a creator of anything, like, bro, you gotta hustle. Yeah, yeah. You gotta like, be after. You gotta use everything you have to like. And he's been doing this and for like, a while too. So like you said before, like there's really no blueprint. 
So like no. you don't like the way well, you're doing it, like it we'll could be some, like, yeah, exactly. yeah, we'll work for somebody, it might not work for well, exactly. you. So you gotta find your own you gotta, you gotta your own find thing. your own way. Yeah. yeah. Uh yeah, definitely got friends that that are going about things a different way. Yeah. And maybe it works for them, you know. But in my opinion, back to your question, um I think it's important to 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 do that, to pull up in person because it's not the same bro our attention span is getting shorter and shorter and shorter Super. so so yeah so it's hard to for you to see something like i'm obviously advertising you know mm. what i'm saying so so off the bat like if you're not if you haven't created a certain name already to the people that don't know me to the people that know me i guess they're like interested mm. But if you haven't created that name already, like I ain't trying to like really sell it to you. Yeah. I'd rather just show you. Yeah. yeah. And the, right. And the only way that I can show you and have your undivided attention is in the present. Like you Emperor. are listening to me. Yeah. Like you, I can explain to you the amount of times that that I've performed and that I've I have noticed somebody that was doing something completely different. Just like, boom, just be there the whole attention. time. Yeah. I like that, bro. Because that's super. Uh, it's ballsy because. You know, if you can, like, make a fan of that person, like, uh, people that didn't know who you were or, like, maybe they're not even used to listening to that the type of music you do and then you make them a fan and that person is just, like, like, we always, we say it all the time, like, quality over quantity. Like, you build, like, a real, like, an actual fan. Like, liking you, because they're like, damn, this guy just, no one yeah. knows who is, he is. Is that like the same, like, it's not the same, like, for example, you, you put something on Instagram yeah. and somebody might like it, but it's, they don't have an experience with you. Like, exactly. they don't have... Yeah, they don't have that personal connection. Exactly, and it go, like we're talking about, it, we're talking about it like music-wise, but it this is everything. How it really happens every, every with everything daily so, basis. Yeah, yeah. life. Uh, to give you an example, like uh, right now, I'm, I'm interning at a at an agency, and the head of this agency, he's like this, like pretty much like an advertising guru, bro. Like he's like he's he's a devil, like when it comes to that shit, and his main blueprint and how he's built all these companies is like you gotta advertise through experiences so he's like every campaign that we do it's like there's an experience tied to it because that's what at the end of the day like people relate people to. relate and he gives an example right where it's like he he he, he calls it like the build-a-bear model like you know build-a-bear like that little yeah, yeah. like the yeah. shop mm -hmm. he's like well, he goes you know why they keep like making money is because those kids they have a connection to that like stuffed bear yeah he goes they made that bear he goes. They they bought the clothes for it. They 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 went through that process like together. Exactly. And that's why like their fucking parents will spend a hundred dollars on that bear. <laughs> I feel like that's and it's like to translate that to like music and artists like. It's like you have to create that experience. Exactly. For like, like, and making it for the fan too, because me like I always feel special like knowing that I found like an art. I'm like I was listening to this guy when no one else was listening to, and then they blow up. And mm -hmm. you're proud of that. And you're proud of that, and then you just like you'll just forever be a loyal fan. You know what I mean? So it's like doing what you're doing, you're kind of in a sense building that in person. Like, yes, social media runs everything. Like, you know, you have to be on social media. Like it's just but the who way they the world. they're following the human. Exactly. And you're yeah, building they, that connection. They met the human. Exactly. exactly. If I get off stage, bro, and I and I pull up and I talk to you and I'm like, yo, and you're like, yo, that shoes fire. And I'm like, yo, thank you, la la la. Um and I I you know, I like to talk to people, bro. Mm -hmm. I, that's what I do. I'm a communicator. I just Right, right. So so yeah, the human connection, and I feel like especially after uh, COVID and shit. Uh, I mean, we're two years after, but still, like, I feel like um, live music is it's is powerful as heck. Yeah, bro. Mm -hmm. We realize that, like, li not just live music, but live live anything, anything. Like it's events. super needed. Yeah, I like need that. You make like, especially like with live events, right? Like, you plan your day around it, mm -hmm. like. If for example, if you have kids, you plan a babysitter to visit, like, and you go to this to be fully immersed into this. With events, is like that's the most important. Like, I feel like that's the best advertising you could have. Mm -hmm. It's like that's you have somebody like you said, you have someone's attention, like one on one for however 15, 10 minutes, whatever. But for those ten minutes, fifteen minutes, they're they're yours. Yeah, like you're, they're you're, yours. You're, they're engaged. Yeah, Think about it. Like he's kind of doing like the the like the way comedians do. Like they do multiple spots in like a night, like every week, just yeah. hitting different clubs and stuff like that. He's kind of doing the same way, like just different venues. Until that one person, you know, season. no matter how big or small, you know what I mean. Like yeah. he's building. Yeah. You know. uh, and now that you say comedians, that that sparks some something on me, which is um, practice. Yeah, you know, when you true. when you perform in front of people that you don't know. So, for example, for me, it's crucial to to rehearse, yeah, but it's also crucial to perform. Like, put yourself like 
out there mm -hmm. before an actual show mm -hmm. because I feel like I feel like that just loosens you up so much. Like, what do you mean by that? What do you mean by so the thing that I was telling you guys about nerves and and I guess like certain uh, anxiety before the show, right. it gets better. First, if you rehearse, because if you rehearse, you you you're gonna do you're gonna do good, bro. Right. Mm -hmm. If you rehearse, you you're gonna do better. But rehearsing is not performing. Therefore, you need to kind of like rehearse how you're gonna performance. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So the way that you do that is, say you have a big show tomorrow. Try to not tomorrow, but a big show. Today is Sunday. A big show on Wednesday. Try to perform today or or. Monday, you can pull up to an open mic where people don't know you, and in reality, you're not even announcing yourself. You're just practicing your material mm -hmm. and how you address a real crowd. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it's not the same. Even if you rehearse, even if you stand and you rehearse your speech and what you want to say before the song and all of that, it's not the same. Like when you actually do it, I try to pull up to an open mic or something before I have a show, just so I can I can get. Uh, Real nice yeah, with yeah, it, bro. Yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like that helps. Uh, no, nah, for sure. Helps. Because like, like how you said, like the whole reason why you have the anxiety is you don't. You're uncertain on how people are gonna react yeah. to it. So doing like the open, basically the open mic night is like you kind of like get a gist of like what works for you and what doesn't. It's a warm up. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. and that's what comedians do. Comedians yeah, yeah, try yeah. out their jokes and their materials before they even put it out. Mm -hmm. Before they put it out, they do that. They do the same joke and and bunch of different venues. They right. try different ways, see what gets yeah. more laughs, see what there doesn't. Was, uh, there's a comedian, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with him, Andrew Schultz. We've talked about him on the pod a bunch of times, but pretty much he what he did one day was, and he made content out of it, because that, that's another thing he believes in. It's like, it's like uh, content is king. Like You got to have people, you got you to keep showing your face. People have to know you. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, it's like how you do with the experiences. You, people also have to know you through, like, they have to see you. Yeah. yeah. But one thing he did was, he did four open mics in four hours. So what he did was, he obviously lives in New York, so there's a bunch of comedy clubs. Yeah. But he did like 15 minutes in in four different clubs in like for four nights. So he did four four clubs for four nights. Like each day was four clubs. Oh, okay. So it's like that exposure and that practice. Is like And he turned that into content. Yeah, like exactly. Just, yeah. Like he didn't even put out what he actually like, like the full thing. Mm -hmm. He just, he used that and that that became content and it's like it's like a, a wheel that keeps like putting the momentum exactly that's yeah. super interesting i feel like it, so tiktok what works for me and what appears on my on my on you know on my analytics yeah. yeah on my page it's uh it's comedy like i, I really like stand-up comedy so i get clips of mm -hmm. stand-up comedians and they're funny as fuck bro yeah. of course that like they they either went viral or whatever for them to like recommend it to me yeah but I feel like that is super important. Like you get a clip of you, like doing a joke and it getting and the it laughs, and that's it. That's yeah. it. Same thing like, be, damn, that shit is funny. Same thing can be uh, you and stage. Same yeah. thing. Boom. Same thing with the claps or or just or just people on vibing on uh, uh, like you get like literally you performing whatever and then you, and you you cut to like the people just like having a good time and people are like oh that, like he puts on a good show mm -hmm. and then so that resonates with them like it, it creates like a like a a bond that they didn't even know, like a connection they didn't even like really think about. That's it's just like, oh, he puts a good show on, and it's like those kind of things. I feel like they help you out in the long run. They right. do, they do, for sure. But bro, honestly, we we, we can go on forever. But bro, we want to thank you for for coming on, bro. Thanks. Like, if if you want to, sure. obviously, talk about your album, talk about to the people, like, you know, what you're most excited about, and. Nah, thank you guys for having me here, bro. Quite always, bro. You didn't have to come on a Sunday, bro. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. I for said sure. that I said that I was gonna do my first interview for my next project with you guys. And then it we took long it, as heck. Bro. Like our last thing was our last interview, our la first and yeah, last. It was like a year ago. It was probably like a yeah, year ago. About, yeah. about a year ago. I, so. I remember I was inviting you guys to the to this one event. Mm -hmm. Um that's gonna happen again this year. Oh, nice! What, yeah, yeah. What's, what, uh, what's, what's it called? It's called Where One Time at? Expo. One Time Expo. One Time oh, Expo, okay. and the way we're doing it is we're gonna, I'm gonna drop the album on the second. Okay. One Time Expo is having is happening on the tenth. Okay. September tenth, and then I'm gonna have my first. I'm gonna perform there, mm -hmm. but I'm, oh, I'm gonna have my first uh, full album performance on the sixteenth. Okay. Oh. September so we'll, the yeah, 16th. we'll definitely post it on the for on the sure. page for everybody yeah, yeah, to. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and I shit, you know, you might might fucking catch us there. Yeah, no, pull oh, up, pull up, pull up. Sure. It's gonna be it's gonna be free admission. 
It's gonna be donation based. Um, and oh, it's gonna okay. be nice, bro. I'm gonna put up oh, a nice. fat show right there. It's gonna be at a place show. called the Creative Yard. Okay. And yeah, they got it going on. For those, for those in my, where, where's that at? For those people in Miami. Oh, I don't know the address, bro. <laughs> no, no worries. Hey, <laughs> just search it on Google. Stay tuned. Yeah, it's like we'll north, drop it below. Yeah, like we'll drop it somewhere in like 22nd Northwest. And is it what, what? Is it what area? Yeah, come on, I have no idea, bro. <laughs> it's a matter. Fuck it. It's okay. okay. Yeah, just go. Just go. I'm yeah. fucking up. <laughs> nah, you're good. <laughs> Look up the creative yard. Oh. <laughs> um, but that's that, and yeah, man, this album, uh, there's there's been a lot of uh, a lot of work behind it, a lot of thought behind it. It's definitely my f- my my best album, and and it's due to consistency when it comes to um, everything, pretty much, right? Uh, so I produced me and my and my team. We produced mm-hmm. this album. At, at Rico's house, Rico is the producer, okay. Rishi and Boy, um, and he created the the tracks for about six of the songs, but he we recorded everything at his crib. We he mixed and mastered everything at his crib, so it's consistent. Right, it's 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 our best work when it comes to that. When it comes to, you know, the quality of the sound, quality of the sound. Throughout the whole album, where right. you don't have to like, you know, all the songs are like in the same level, same right, same, right, same like bucks. Recording it in the same places, just like because when you go to different places, it's like the sound it changes. It. Yeah, mm. people work different, right? You know, so so you that definitely don't, good. you definitely don't want to go from song to song and right. the one just blows your ears and your yeah. speakers. It's like <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. You can listen to you can listen to little the things that like. Yeah, that, matter. That ma- yeah, especially in a live performance. The devil's in the details. Yes, yeah, bro. Facts. So yeah, bro. Even like keep keep like I uploaded this album and I had to like download it because we listened to some shit to like offload it mm-hmm. to because we listened to something that that we wanted to fix and so we nice. went ahead and did it, which is sucks because you gotta like input yeah. a bunch of data and yeah. all of that. Okay. But yeah, it's uh. The, it's it's very alternative. I feel like after this one, I'm gonna go ahead and and do a lot more of conceptual mm-hmm. things where I'm gonna do smaller, but I guess I'm gonna focus on a on a certain sound. This one this one has a little bit of everything. It has uh it has a reggaeton feature. Yeah, yeah. With uh a f- it with a girl. It's my first. It's my first uh female feature. Yeah, female feature. Actually, did a feature with Sasha Camille, but it wasn't it wasn't my song. It was a collab with another um, artist and producer called Sefu. But but I guess it's my first. Yeah, it's my f- and it's her first reggaeton song. She doesn't oh, do reggaeton, song. Song. Oh, shit. Okay. but she's really good. She's really good. Uh, another song that I really enjoyed the process of making is uh, Insecto Sin Incertidumbre. Okay. I have a I have a friend, my best friend, one of my best friends. Okay, uh, se llama Rolando Mosca. Okay. And yeah, yeah I've seen him in the videos. Yeah, yeah. so he's an artist, but in reality, his main thing is it's not music, it's uh, fashion. Mm-hmm. Like, he he's a fashion guru. Okay. It's <laughs> really good. I feel like every every group has like one of those guys. Bro, yeah, this yeah, guy yeah. this guy is the guy. Yeah. You know, like that's what that's his shit. Um, but yeah, they say Rolando Mosca. Okay. okay. So it's super, it's a personaje, you know? Yeah. And so we made a song called Insectos. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like that's such a like human that. thing to yeah, do. Yeah, like, <laughs> you nickname somebody like, like bro, listen, and Mocha. <laughs> when you guys, when you guys uh, good, leave here or whatever, listen to the song. It's, it's sure, so bro. funny. Yeah. It's a, it's like a old school, it's like an old school rap. Okay. But it's super funny. And then in the intro, we have, uh, we have a, like a documentary voice. Talking about oh insects are practically insects are practically everywhere. Right, right. But something it was it was perfect because what basically what it says is that insects are everywhere, but they they like to they they choose warm areas to live in. Mm -hmm. They like warm areas, and that works for us because I met him in San Luis, San Luis, Missouri. And it's definitely not warm in that mouth. <laughs> and then we both moved down to Miami at the same time and all of that. So it, it, it literally goes with our whole story. Yeah. And then whatever we do a thing and then we close it off in a in a funny matter. So I really enjoy that. In an insect matter. Right, right, right. <laughs> I'm like, oh, like 
tell him tell him in insect language. <laughs> and he goes, <laughs> 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 yeah, you gotta check that out. For sure. Hey, uh, Igor, where can they find you, bro? Bro, Igor Centrismo, Igor Centrism on Instagram, El Igor. Even on Instagram, you can type in El Igor. Yeah. It will pop up. But El Igor, E L I G O R, everywhere. Um, yeah, stay tuned and subscribe to the shits, bro. It's free. Yeah, I mean, sure. it's That's not free, saying. but if you got it already, yeah. it's Don't <laughs> cost no extra. Thanks. We thank you, bro. And uh, yeah, man, thank to, you to all the listeners, you know, definitely follow Igor. Definitely follow like this path that he's he's going on. Uh, we'll keep you guys updated on you know where where you guys can catch him at Domino's Tables Podcast. Appreciate right. you guys, bro. Thank you guys, right, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Sure.